0: Everybody, to another episode of the Be Fearless podcast, and today our guest is somebody that is super special. She is a strategist. Yes, we have a strategist today in the house. She has uh, helped many women who are launch ready to create their business and generate. Cash using social media strategies. She has run um, uh, many uh, organizations and have helped them with their business goals. And she's been, what, nominated? No, twice national recognized. With a youth, youth athletic training organizations where she has overseas operations, events management, and advanced their social media campaigns since 2015. Ladies and gentlemen, she has a Bing. Hello, are you listening? Bing feature and meta score mentor, black enterprise. Barter Black Pitch compa- Competition by Prince William uh, Living Magazine, and she also has been featured in Met Heart Magazine and Landio. If you have no idea who I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen, we need to welcome today the one and only Chanel Events. Welcome, Chanel.
1: Hey, hey, <laughs> that's an awesome intro. I'm like, she She went way back in the vault and pulled some of that stuff
0: up. <laughs> nice to here. I mean, I mean, what we achieve throughout our lives in mm. our entrepreneurship, every single thing counts, everything counts. So, we have it. to mention it. <laughs> Absolutely, I love it. I am so happy and so glad to have you here. Um, you are in my home state right now mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. and we are not too far away from each other and i'm so happy to bring somebody from basically like we say in puerto rico from el patio you know from yeah. the backyard i
1: was about to say yes we like, we're <laughs> hop, skip, we, i call it a hop skip and a jump i'm a hop skip and a jump away from you <laughs> <laughs> exactly
0: so welcome <laughs> chanel for the people that doesn't know you who is or who was chanel Evans grown up and what was her dream
1: Yeah, so I'm excited to be here. My name's Chanel. I'm a social media business strategy currently, um, (laughs) but we're talking about way back when, but social media business strategy. So what that means is I work with women in organizations and help them create viral visibility by leveraging the power of social media with cash generating strategies. Back in the day, that's such an awesome question, and I love it. You know, when I was growing up, you know, believe it or not, I actually wanted to be a fashion designer. I used to, you know, draw. I used to, uh, you know, put together awesome designs. I would sew. I would put materials together, fabrics together, and you know, life just kind of like morphs and change, and we live out our dreams in in many different ways. So now I design, but I do it from a social media perspective. So that's what I—that's what I started as. Is that (laughs) that is fantastic? That is
0: fantastic! Oh my gosh! um but you know putting you know that's that's amazing do you still draw or it's I don't, actually <laughs> <laughs> because you know people sometimes they don't follow or they don't go into what they really wanted when mm-hmm. they were growing up and uh but they keep like drawing or don't doing stuff for themselves. So um, it it is an amazing skill to have.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, I still, you know, obviously very much love fashion, much more from a casual perspective now, you know, being a a mom and, you know, just kind of working from home, but I still love fashion. I actually owned an online shopping boutique or online clothing boutique um, almost now, probably 20 years or so ago. So that love of fashion, you know, was still there. Um, but from a designer standpoint, no, I kind of let let the designers do what they do. But I love being able to collaborate uh, with. The
0: that fans. is fantastic. But you're basically still a designer.
1: Yes, when it absolutely. comes to social
0: media strategy, you're still a designer. So how did how that came to be? Tell
1: us. Yeah. So you know, you know, when when we think about like entrepreneurship. You know, a lot of times we, we think, OK, I just woke up this day and I had this dream. But there really is a journey. And so I mentioned that I used to, um, about 20 so years ago, had an online uh, plus size shop, plus size boutique. And this is like 20 years ago. Of course, Internet is not what we know it to be now. Like, this is still back in the day of like Yahoo groups, right? Like totally dating <laughs> yeah. myself. But, you know, what, what that meant was is that I really had to like go out there and make a name for myself, learn how to build relationships, learn how to collaborate just by seeing somebody's face on a digital screen. And it really taught me a lot about developing a niche. It taught me a lot about like messaging. It taught me a lot about like collaboration and partners. And it also taught me to sometimes just step out on faith and do some new things. So that's where my online journey started um, and then I also have, you know, really strong accounting and finance background. Um, i worked as a finance director for a multi-billion dollar international, uh, firm worked and built that, uh, division up and helped launch projects and really working with like business development and marketing and, you know, learning how all of the pieces of running a business work. But what I also found during that role is. I was one of few, you know, as I'm sure many of you probably can understand, you know, I was one of few women in leadership. I was certainly one of the only black woman in my leadership role. And so I was always, you know, volunteered for like diversity and inclusion projects, diversity, and inclusion uh, committees and starting up women's uh women's uh committees um and what i found during that time is that there's a lot of money set aside for black business there's a yes. lot of money set aside for minority business and women on business and we have their credentials but then a lot of times you go to their website and it's you know not it doesn't reflect like their brilliance or you exactly. go to social media and it doesn't reflect and so i'm really passionate about just creating a space for businesses and women and minority owned businesses to get that visibility, learn how to structure their social media in a way that it brings in, you know, these larger contracts, Mm -hmm. um, also being able to just reflect, you know, just that brilliance that we do have.
0: That's fantastic. And and I love that you mentioned the fact that there's not too many women out there living their dreams in in Mm -hmm. leadership positions uh, because we need to definitely change that. Absolutely. And and I love that. That's what you do through your business as well. You help all the women create their business and create the strategy that they need to dominate social media. So Mm -hmm. how do you came up with social media domination?
1: So it is really about like just taking charge, really about, you know, showing up in a bold way, stopping the scroll on what can be, you know, such a distracting timeline. You know, we log in and you see, you know, you see ads for shoes, you see, you know, your friends and family back at home doing stuff, you see people that you haven't co- contacted in a while. And you want to show up as your best self and being able to show up for your business, Mm -hmm. but doing it in a very like bold way. So the start of this year, or actually uh, middle of last year, I was like, you know what, it's all about dominating. It is about social media domination. I have a social media domination uh, mansion retreat program. And so it's really about just taking what we know that we're great at, but then just dominating in it. Fantastic.
0: And you have your retreat of social media domination is coming up like right now
1: right yeah, right now <laughs> the next retreat is coming up in september um and then after that will be you know a spring as well as a fall of next year but it's an awesome uh, time for uh women to be able to come together it's a six-week coaching program where we get super clear on their ideal client we look at their vision what do they have going on over the next six months and what mm-hmm. content do they need then we meet in the mansion which is fun in itself but then they walk away with like a full branded photo shoot. Lifestyle shots, commercials, need. yep, everything they need to be consistent, engaged, and dominate on social media for six
0: months. That's fantastic. I love it. I love the whole concept. What do you think is the main uh, problem or obstacle that your clients find when they try to s- dominate on social media?
1: You know what? The biggest thing that I find that my clients, fall into is they talk themselves out of showing up, they overthink, you know, they get into post paralysis. And it's, instead of posting, they scroll and then we start to compare ourselves. And I'm guilty of it sometimes too. We start to scroll, yep. we compare ourselves. We're like, oh, like I was going to say this, but maybe I should say that. And then as a result, we start to like shrink ourselves mm-hmm. and then not really starting to show up consistently or authentically because we just like caught up in ourselves.
0: That's so. I agree with you. I agree with you because um, I have. I'm guilt. I have been guilty of doing that, mm-hmm. <laughs> we all as well. Have we all have, yeah. And um, and I think that's one of the most common um issues is that we tend to sabotage ourselves by comparing to other people and then mm-hmm. we do that negative self-talk that is more powerful than anything that anybody can tell us
1: absolutely how
0: how do you think what, what well how do you overcame that because since we all go through that same mm-hmm. phase at the beginning how do you overcame that negative self-talk and prepare yourself to become the social media strategies that you are today
1: Yeah, I would say probably three key things. So one, I would say overcoming, you know, I definitely have overcome and overcame a a, a good amount of it, but it's, you know, a continuous process. Right. Mm -hmm. So I say, you know, number one, being very mindful of how I talk to myself, you know, being very mindful of what I what I tell myself, even then, even if I never say it out loud, but just the thoughts that I have to myself, you touched on it. Like our mindset is everything. So I'm Mm -hmm. really careful about what I speak to myself. Um, number two is I surround myself with either business besties or coaches or you know therapists that that pour into you and and make use because a lot of times we we know that we're great, but then we're like, yeah, like I'm not really sure, but having a really good coach or a tribe behind you that can remind you of that and give you different perspectives help. And then two, three, I find that I'm no good if I don't get enough sleep. <laughs> if I don't get enough sleep. If I don't eat well, then, you know, if I don't get out and get some exercise that sabotages a lot and it also affects my mindset. So I try to make sure I rest, try and make sure I get some great sleep, um, eat well, um, you know, drink wine when I want to, but not overindulging things. You know, mm-hmm. so just eating and, and just making sure that we're taking care of ourselves.
0: I like that. I like that because in this world, we need to take care of ourselves a little absolutely. bit more yes,
1: and absolutely. a little bit
0: better, too. Sometimes mm-hmm. we, we just try to do things in a rush and say, OK, I'm just going to take like 20 minutes and, and then continue. But sometimes those 20 minutes are not enough uh, because exactly. we spend it in, in this crawling phase of mm-hmm. social media as well. And we think, oh, I took care of myself by just scrolling. You just like kept your brain in a hype you never you right. never rested um that. so so let me tell let me ask you something what do you think it's gonna be the biggest legacy that you're gonna you're gonna have with this social media domination yeah or what, so what do you what is the end
1: goal my end goal that's such a huge question so my end goal um i want to be able to create multiple six-figure seven-figure en- women entrepreneurs. Um social media is obviously one part of that but being able to really connect them with resources to build their business to the next level whatever that next level is for th- for them in particular. The next legacy the other legacy that I'm going to have is within my community. So being able to fund scholarships for entrepreneurs to be able to, you know, launch projects that they're passionate about. And then the third thing, my family is really important to me. I have three daughters. They're watching everything that I do. And so I would leave. I want to leave that legacy of entrepreneurship and, and you know, generational wealth for my family as well.
0: That's fantastic. That's fantastic. And um, I like that you talk about generational wealth because people don't plan about that the thing, mm-hmm. many people don't it's just about how to pay how to get rid of of right. you know, <laughs> of, of the uh, debt but they don't they don't think about building something for the future yeah. as they go how how did that making that shift in your mindset help you out to to create your business but also make a foundation for, for your clients?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I think, you know, one, it started with my daughters, you know, their, their, um, career path is going to be completely different than mine and yours. Right. You know, mm-hmm. we grew up and it's like, okay, you work a good job for 20 years. You work a good job for 30 years, you get a pension, but now, you know, the, the world is a lot more entrepreneurial. It's a lot more free. It's a lot more fluid and so you know just really being mindful of that but then also making sure that my clients have you know the resources and have the visibility to be able to grow their business so that they can build generational wealth for their their families um i think you know we all can agree i'm sure during the pandemic it became crystal clear like job security is is gone (laughs) and so some of the things and some of the opportunities that we need for ourselves (laughs) we have to create them ourselves exactly yeah, I agree.
0: I think I, I noticed that, um, that need for, you know, having my own business and creating mm-hmm. my own economy was, was clear to me years ago when I ha- I went through the first, um, oh my God, government shutdown.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh <laughs> so yeah. I went through okay. my
0: first one. I was like, how is this possible? Like, I was like, Obviously, I was still young, but I, I was trying to grasp mm-hmm. the, the concept of why is this happening? Exactly. How? I, sense. exactly. <laughs> and that and that at that moment, you know, that kind of like the entrepreneurship uh, vision and in mindset came into me um, mm-hmm. from that point forward. And uh, that's definitely something that I strive every day is just mm-hmm. to make sure that I share that vision with everybody. And I love the way that you're doing it because um, you creating a retreat for your clients, kind of like creating this bubble. Yeah. To have them in, okay, let's disconnect from the the, the mm-hmm. noise outside and let's create our future um, in, in that generational wealth for our families. Um, and I took, totally agree. I mean, the way that we have shifted also uh, also in the last two years mm-hmm. uh, on how business and economy is going. What do you think it has been has been the biggest change for you?
1: I think the biggest thing is is really valuing my time. And so, you know, I found that post. Uh, pre-pandemic rather you know we were spending a lot of time you know whether it's even just with everyday household stuff spending time cleaning spending time going to the grocery store spending time you know chasing kids around with sports spending so much time that we forget that one like our time is probably one of our most valuable assets so yes for me after the or i guess technically we're still in a pandemic or coming out of it but but for me one of the biggest things that i recognize is just valuing my time and from a business aspect, looking at okay, should I be doing this in my business? Yeah, I, I can do it, but do I need to delegate that to someone else so I, I'm better use a better steward of my time? So from a personal standpoint, looking at things from a time standpoint, but also in our business, you know, should I delegate this stuff? Um, what am I spending time doing? Am I spending time at the in the right moments? Am I spending time with the right collaboration? So time for me has been the biggest lesson um, during the past two years.
0: I love that. I love that you said that because not too many people, um, hi. <laughs> not too many people uh, do uh, time management or mm-hmm. kind of like practice uh, time blocking. And that is so important when you are an entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I love it. I love this conversation. We have had so many good tips for um, our audience today. Uh, what will be like the biggest, um, your biggest takeaway from this journey so far,
1: so far this year, I would say, or just in you know, just in entrepreneurship itself. But at the end of this year, I'll, I'll say one of my biggest reflections will be that we don't have to do everything alone. Um, you know, entrepreneurship can be a very lonely space. You know, it gets lonelier the higher up you are in the organization, the higher up you are in your own organization. So recognizing that, but also making sure that we're surrounding ourselves with people that we can bounce ideas off of or that we can collaborate with we don't have to do it all alone
0: yes thank you for those words i love that you don't have to do it alone we don't Mm -hmm. have to
1: do it alone we shouldn't do it alone right exactly
0: (laughs) exactly uh i i love that um i love this conversation with you today Um, I know that you have a challenge. Mm -hmm. Tell us about that challenge.
1: Yeah, so it is my Double Dog Dare You Challenge. I designed this. We talked earlier about like some of the challenges I think that my clients kind of face that post paralysis. What do I post? What do I say? The Double Dog Dare You Challenge is like the perfect answer to that. It's the easiest way to actually execute and show up like a boss on social media. It is seven prompts delivered over a course of seven days and they're not just prompts that are like nice and flowery they're like hard hitting power prompts that are literally gonna make your timeline be like what what she got going on so that that is uh, my double dog dare you prompt the results um have been amazing you know contracts have been signed you know discovery calls have been booked so yeah my double dog dare you challenge is uh, one of my most successful programs actually this year
0: I love it. So you guys, you can find the challenge at dareyourselfchallenge.com and you will go through it's a seven day challenge, Mm -hmm.
1: seven day challenge. Yep, And it's a little bit different. You know, a lot of times we think challenges. You're like, oh, I got to tune in I got to watch a webinar. No, it is literally designed for execution. Seven prompts delivered over seven days.
0: That's fantastic. And where are people uh, i have your IG handle here so people can connect with you on IG, right? On Instagram, Mm -hmm. chanel.events. And um, how, if they want to kind of like have a one-on-one with you?
1: Yeah. So if you are, you know, in the process of launching a new program, an awesome service, and you're like, you know what? I need content ideas. Like, I don't know quite what to say, or I need a full-out strategy. Um, I meet with clients one-on-one basis. We develop a custom plan for you. That's at meetwithchanel.com. We'll take a look at your business, where you're trying to go, and then back into what your content strategy looks like so that you can actually increase your visibility, but with some cash generating strategies.
0: I love it. And they can schedule an appointment with you at meetwithchanel.com. What would you say is like just a last step Before we we go today, what will be like the number one content
1: idea that never fails? The number one content idea that never, ever, ever fails, that beats out any formula, any algorithm, any issues being consistent is this just show up. That consistency beats out everything. Show up and be consistent with who you are in real life. Be consistent with your messaging, but be consistent. Show up. So when people refer you and they want to collaborate, they take a look at your timeline and they see something real and they know that you're still in business. So the consistency part is, is the huge, huge piece of it
0: fantastic i love it thank you so much chanel for being here with us today yeah, thank you. we wish you the best on your upcoming retreat you guys you need to connect with her on meetwithchanel.com so you can get on the next retreat uh cycle and you know thank you thank you so much and we need to get together for some
1: coffee and absolutely and see, or, yeah I mean,
0: can't believe we're so close and we haven't yeah. even met in
1: person uh, i'm a jump away so that's, that's <laughs> definitely <need the> coffee. <laughs>
0: yes definitely well you guys thank you so much for being with us today thank you don't forget to follow chanel at the ig in instagram account at chanel.events.com don't forget to connect with her and have your one-on-one chat with me at meetwithchanel.com and don't forget to dare yourself challenge.com where you can have a seven day challenge where you can definitely boost your social media and get the strategies that you need to show up correctly and be dominating social media as you should in the meantime don't forget to unlock your potential and be fearless until the next one